Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bands with Laurentia on the Lauren TV, a channel that celebrates ordinary people doing extraordinary things. So please subscribe, like, share, and also click on the notification bell to get notified anytime I post new content. So for today's episode, I want to bring this topic because this is International Women's Month and the hashtag is breaking the bias and a lot has happened within this month i mean you know bianca slap <laughs> if you don't know about it please you know google bianca slap and you know that's a different topic that i don't even want to get into at this time but we as women we have come a long way we have you know broken different biases and we are trying to even shatter the glass ceilings and a lot has been going on in social media we have been celebrating different women from all walks of life and you know there are so many little things that get ignored in this time so to celebrate breaking the bias i want to bring this topic so that we can talk about it there's a lady on twitter purple and flawed. She came online and she talked about a friend, a family friend of hers, who was, you know, planning her wedding, planning her traditional marriage. Um, they distributed as she be, she bought as she be, and then they called off the wedding. And everybody was surprised why the wedding or the traditional marriage was called off. So according to her, the bride cancelled the wedding because the groom and the family were trying to force her to take an oath. Um, so this oath is basically a ritual that is performed um, after the traditional marriage or during the traditional marriage. And the bride is made to swan oath saying that anytime she she cheats on the husband she's going to run mad so according to her before the marriage the bride and the groom sat down talked about it because this is a community in enugu state nigeria um the some some of them you know not everybody does perform this ritual but some people perform the ritual so the bride and the groom sat down and they decided not to go ahead with this ritual. So the groom's family were not happy with the fact that the bride is not going to swear to this oath or is not going to perform this ritual. So according to them, they felt that um, she is planning to cheat on their son. She's planning to cheat on her husband. So they basically told the man that, go and tell your wife, she must perform this ritual. The husband or the groom went to the bride and said well i've had a conversation with my family and they are insisting that you must perform this ritual the lady said well i am happy to perform this ritual if you are going to perform the same ritual to say that if you cheat on me you're going to go mad <laughs> so the groom went back to his parents and told them about it and the family said no the ritual is for the bride alone and not for the groom you know as we all know african culture we kind of give men pass to cheat we kind of give men pass to do whatever they want to do and the women are restricted not to step out of their marriage to cheat or to even look at another man so basically this is what the ritual is meant for to ensure that regardless of what the man is doing 
the woman cannot step out of her marriage and if she does that she goes mad so the lady said that we have already agreed that we're not going to do this and since your family members have convinced you to do the same thing you also are going to take the same oath because we are equal and the man refused the man's family refused and the lady called off the wedding so different people were saying that oh my god why would she even do that um this is africa this is nigeria this is it literally the Igbo land where um, women are kind of second-class citizens so you don't really have a voice you are you do what you're told to do and it came as a shock to a lot of people especially the mothers the mom was you know lamenting and anytime that the mom is lamenting she's looking at her thinking you know this is your generation <laughs> must be crazy or something yeah so that is the story that this lady purple and flawed shared on twitter so following that tweet there was a lot of discussion going on on twitter some people applauded the lady for having the courage to cancel a wedding that will not favor her in the future and because this is international women's month we are breaking the bias they said that she did the right thing they were in support of her they said that this will actually give a lot of younger ladies uh, the bold step to refuse such traditions in the future and you know as time goes on this tradition all these traditions will be eradicated from the communities. Some other people argue that we shouldn't confuse Western culture with our culture because in African culture, the man is allowed to step out on his marriage, marry more than one wife, and that is his best right. So if a woman is getting married in Africa, she should expect such um, things to happen. But she is not allowed to step out of her marriage and to make sure that they put her in check, they put her in place, they have to swear this oath or perform this traditional right to ensure that if she eventually does that, that she will face the consequences of cheating on her husband or stepping out of her marriage, which most times involves madness and sometimes even the death of the woman. So they said that this is something that they put in place to ensure that women don't step out and bring, you know, illegitimate children. According to them, they said, well, this is why we have, um, paternity fraud going on everywhere they said that in the olden days this is things that were put in place to ensure that women don't bring other people's children into the marriage unless it is planned and agreed within the family however some other women argue that this is the 21st century that any man that is willing to step out of his marriage should have that conversation with his wife and they should agree that okay if you're going to get married to multiple women then the woman should be aware of that and consent to the fact that she is stepping into a polygamous marriage and if the man is not willing to be polygamous but is happy to have relations 
outside of his marriage or step outside of his marriage to maybe get side chicks, girlfriends or whatever mistresses that he wants to get, he should be ready for a polyamorous relationship whereby the woman also is allowed to have multiple boyfriends, <laughs> to have multiple partners, whether male or female. And once they have come to that agreement, then everybody knows their place in the marriage. So other people argue that, well, the man is just broke, that the man is not wealthy, he doesn't have money, because if a man has money, he can ask the lady to do whatever he wants to do, and she will be willing to do that. They gave an example of Regina Daniels. I mean, we all know that Regina Daniels, um, she was in barely, you know, late teens, and she married a man who is three times her age. And that was okay. And Regina Daniels swore to that oath. She performed that rituals. And the ritual basically said that she will not be able to cheat on her husband. By the way, she was the, she is the sixth wife of Nedunoko when she married him. And she performed that ritual because Ned understood that he has, you know, other women that he, that might take away his time from Regina, but he is not willing to, to allow her to step out of her marriage because she is young. There's a possibility that she might do that. So he made her perform this ritual. He made her swore this oath, knowing that, um, if she steps out of the marriage, she's going to run mad or she's possibly going to something is going to happen to her depending on the the agreement uh, before the oath or the ritual is performed and according to them if for any reason this marriage end and the lady wants to move on she would have to go through the same ritual for cleansing before she can have any relation with any man if she doesn't do that she or the man they're going to either run mad or die i decided to bring this topic today because when i was reading or listening to um talk shows or news about breaking the bias especially in nigeria uh, people were mostly talking about higher level of bias they were talking about allowing women in politics which is a problem i am not disputing that um giving you know gender equality and all that but then i thought about it and i said this is a simple example of something that is affecting thousands of women i mean this community is in enugu state but we have similar rituals being performed in you know across you know the nation across nigeria and is affecting thousands of women if not millions of women that this this whole thing is affecting on a daily basis so before we talk about women in politics before we talk about gender equality there are little things that we can do to help ourselves and the reality is that most of these people that enforce this rights this traditional culture are women these are mothers these are people with children these are people with daughters but because their son is getting married um they kind of disable whatever everything that they have known 
to protect that son, to protect that child, irrespective of um, this, this your son or this child is also marrying somebody's daughter. This could be your daughter. They don't even care when it comes to that. They have tunnel vision at that point in time, but these are the same people that will come online and campaign for uh, women's rights, they campaign for equality, they campaign for, you know, women in politics. But within family structures, um, you could see that little things that these people do affect women in general. So recently I was watching your views. Uh, so this is basically a talk show in Nigeria where women, about four or five of them sit down and talk about different topics. One of the hot topics that they discussed was a lady who came online to say that um, she dated this guy for over five years. And when it was time to get married, the mother of the, 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 boyfriend basically said she cannot marry her son because she is older than her son and that was how that marriage ended they were analyzing this topic and one thing that they all echoed was the fact that um the parents were trying to protect the son they said this is something that they will do themselves because if they have a child a son that they know is not that doesn't have sense basically um they would rather him marry somebody that also does not have sense so that he would look wise this is basic classic nigerian parent mentality so they said that they would rather tell him not to marry the girl or the lady because she is more advanced or she has more sense than him they would rather get him to marry somebody that is doesn't have sense basically so that he would appear wise now i, I just I, I was shocked because i mean for me as a person um if i have a son and he does not have sense i would rather he marry somebody with sense so that at least they can help their children but if you have two people that does not have sense and they are procreating i mean i don't understand how that work but this is something that is happening on a daily basis these are women sitting down talking about breaking the bias these are women sitting down talking about women in politics equality equal rights equal pay even when they were sitting out talking about these things and you know bouncing off of each other they couldn't really see the bigger picture they couldn't see that yes we're fighting for equality yes we're fighting for for whatever we're fighting for but you're trying to say that somebody that is ambitious somebody a woman that is ambitious a woman that is educated cannot marry your son because she will control your son so it's all about control if we look at this thing from you know a to z it's all about control and who championed these things who ensure that women are controlled these are women these are also women these are also mothers that put things in place to make sure that okay if their son is getting married they fix themselves into that relationship into that marriage 
to make sure that they control the wife and even if their son does not have sense and the wife has sense they will make sure that whatever he says goes because they want to give him that control and they want to put the woman down and you see these people they come out they carry placards to say equal rights for women but within the families they are the one you know making sure that these women don't even have voices so what are we talking about what bias are we breaking however our generation are breaking the bias we are saying no to certain traditional things that our parents or our gener or the older generation accepted we are saying no to this and although it may sound you know disrespectful to the older generation to our parents it may look you know why are we even doing all those things but we are fighting for the next generation we are ensuring that you know the next generation our children our daughters live in a better society that they are not discriminated against um, whether traditionally or even in uh, a civilized society so before we come out and talk about breaking the bias before we come out and talk about um, women in politics equal opportunity equal pay equal right we need to sit down look at ourselves within the family within the family structure how do we treat women especially in Africa especially in Nigeria women have no claim to properties let's say if a parent die um, the girl child cannot inherit anything from that home and most of the people that are in the forefront of this are our mothers because they believe that you're getting married you're moving out um, they would rather give that to their son because their son is there because she's moving out of the family to get married to somebody else she is not entitled to any property or any um money and most times it is the women that enforce these things i understand that the community has made it so but we as women this generation we can do better we can there are so many examples that we can live by we have the likes of Ngozi Okonjiwala we have the likes of Chima Mandangozi Adichie we have the likes of Obieze Kwesili we have a whole lot of them that have broken biases broken boundaries and done way more things so these are examples these are the shoulders that we are standing on and i don't expect us to or i don't expect the older generation to think that we are is going to be business as usual we are standing on shoulders of giants we are standing on the shoulders of people that have done it it is possible you can balance marriage you can balance work and you can balance all these things as long as you are mentally able to do that that's fine but we have examples of people that have done it all we need to do with this generation is to realize that we can say no to certain tradition we are not bound by traditions um, that doesn't serve us that doesn't suit us so all i would say is if you find yourself in such situations find your voice use your voice 
The internet is a global village. I mean, we're sitting down talking about somebody's tweet. I don't even know where she is. Um, from the look of things, she's in Nigeria, in Enugu State, uh, giving that report. But the reality of things is we, anywhere we're sitting, we can lend our voice, talk about certain things that will ensure that the next generation have it easy. Our parents, you know, have it easy. Don't get me wrong we are not getting it easy as well but we can ensure that the next generation are better far better off than we are in terms of um traditional rights in terms of marriages in terms of politics in terms of just you know fitting into the society having equal opportunity as well as our male counterparts you know this month is International Women's Month. We are breaking the bias. We're ensuring that, yes, we understand that we have so many hurdles to go across, but at the same time, we shouldn't be our own enemy. We shouldn't be the one, you know, championing the failure of another woman. This is International Women's Month. We're talking about breaking the bias so we all can sit down, reflect, even within our family. Are we breaking the bias? Are there certain things that we need to make easier for our women, for our ladies, for our girls to ensure that they can compete, not just within the family, but in the larger society and the world at large? Let us equip them um, not just the man, but also the woman. Let us make things easier for our girls and train the girl child and be useful in the society. So thank you very much for watching today's episode. This is my opinion on breaking the bias. I am happy to hear your opinion. I am happy to hear your examples. I am happy to hear your own point of view. So please leave me a comment in the comment section or send me an email at admin at I am happy to read that and um, see you same time next week. Bye-bye.